You're listening to Radio Lounge, the show where we bring you value talking to creative entrepreneurs about topics that matter to you the most. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Radio Lounge. I'm your host, Patrick, and today I'm joined by Charles Hackman. What's up, everyone? Charles is, I don't know, I, I kind of feel he's like a young genius, but that might be like overstating You're what flattering. he thinks of. Yeah. So why don't, why don't you introduce yourself? Why don't you let people know who you are? What do you do? All right. So my name is Charles Hackman. I'm a very young serial entrepreneur and public speaker. I own multiple businesses, such as a marketing agency, an AI company, a matcha company. Like I, I own multiple I do, I do a lot of things, guys. Uh, I'm also a musician. I love to sing, play piano, play violin. And uh, what, else, what, what else would you like to, your audience to know about me? I, I, can, I can tell them. I'm pretty much an open book, man. And you said you're not a uh, you know, young genius. Like, I mean, you're doing so much already. That well, is, I'm, I'm driven, man. You're, you're, you are driven. And today's topic is all about prior, priorities. It's all about seeing what drives you to do what you're doing. Right. And since you're doing so much, it's very important to like you know to capitalize during your day and and you know decide what you want to do because then you know we all like there's one thing that we all fight against and it's time. We only we all have 24 hours in a day, oh, yeah. so we can we can fit all this as much as we want. So so let's we will talk about priorities. Let's talk about priorities. So you're you're young. You're about like 20. Yeah, I, I, just, I just turned 20. Yeah, you just turned 20. This this is when we're recording this podcast. Um, and, and like, what are your, like, what are your priorities like now? Like, oh, what are you focused that's, on? That's a good question. Honestly, it's hard to answer one specific thing, but I'd say right now I'm very focused on my career. I have very specific goals I want to, to reach. And honestly, it's just my, my priority is to focus on reaching the man and say, It's eliminating the distractions around it so I can actually be able to notice what's really important for me to achieve those goals. Mm-hmm. So would that be going out for a drink at a bar with a friend? And like sometimes I'll, I'll throw, that, throw that out so I can actually focus on finishing a project for someone or something like that. You know, it's, right. it's, it's the main word here I, I could describe all of this as is sacrifice. You have yes. to sacrifice a lot to get where you want to be. But I mean, it's it's not it's also not the same if you're if you're working for yourself. Yeah. It's a different type of schedule, a different type of rhythm that you're going to. Yeah. And then if if you're working for someone where you you probably have a much more, you know, rigid schedule like nine to five or it could be like yeah. evening and weekends, then you're going with their schedule. So like of course your priorities and your in your goals and in your stuff are are gonna shift, are gonna be different from one to the other. Mm-hmm. And in your case and my case and many people who are listening to this podcast who are Um, that themselves an entrepreneur or want to become an entrepreneur, um, you know they they have to do those sacrifices. It's not oh for sure. Yeah, how many times like have it ha- has it happened to when you you meet people that are like yes it's the weekend and you're like well in a way lucky you because I'm yeah. not I don't have that luxury to have that weekend. I'm probably working during the weekend while you're maybe you know um, by by the side of the pool or something. Well, it's two different lifestyles, honestly. Like. I mean, people who live for the weekend, and I have the most respect for people who do nine to five. I mean, it's it's. I'm not going to to bash against the nine to five group because it's 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 just it's comparing oranges to apples, and I'm I'm not the type of person who's going to diss against that. The only thing is, usually people who praise the weekend, who live for the weekend, I think it's just it's not sad, but it's just 
it shows that they don't necessarily like what they're doing during the week. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe they'll have other focuses. Like, you know, they're gonna mm-hmm. have kids, and that's cool. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they they love to spend time with their kids mm-hmm. and everything. But if they don't like necessarily the work that they're doing, then it just shows that it's, there's a reason why they praise that those specific days where they're not working, mm-hmm. compared to let's say another lifestyle like my, my mine or yours where we're always working but we're doing what we love, you know? Yeah. And that's why I'm, when we're talking about prioritizing, is it really prioritizing? Because it's just you're focusing on what you like to do. I mean, of course, it's, it's for me the weekend is just two other days in the week. You know, it's Monday through Sunday. I'm going. I'm going to be working or I'm going to be doing something. You know, mm-hmm. usually I'll try to keep a certain structure to my weekend where I'm not going to be working. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean by that is, like, first of all, you need to qualify what is what is work. You know, like what I'll do is uh, I qualify them as income generating activities. So let's say from Monday through Friday to from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. I'm going to be doing. Uh, I'm going to, going to be doing meetings. I'm going to be closing deals. I'm going to be finding a way that can those hours spent generate income for myself. Right. Right. And then from one one p.m. to like eight or nine p.m., I'm going to be doing other sorts of things, developing prod, uh, products. I'm going to be meeting with other people who on, on a more creative basis. You know, where there's no income that's going to be produced, but there's more creativity that's going to be flowing. And what I'm going to be doing on the weekends, uh, that's completely different. I'm going to be working on myself, a lot of personal development there. I'm going to be, I I read a lot during the weekends. I meditate. Uh, I like also to take an hour or two. Uh, Just, you know, I like like to disconnect as well. I'll watch one of my favorite series or something for an hour or two. You know, I have a normal life as well. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But yeah, so like the weekend is really, it's completely different from the week, but it's still, it still has an end goal, you know, Mm -hmm. where... It's all about, in my opinion, personal development. Mm-hmm. I want to become the best person I can be. Mm-hmm. And to do so, I have to constantly learn. I have to constantly evolve. I have to better myself every day. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much it, man. Like, I uh, I don't get that excited for the weekend because I, I do those types of things every day. You know? Of course, yeah. And last time we spoke, you know, we talked about life balance and so on. And, you, right. and part of your success... <clears throat> Was integrating your your balance to to your schedule, kind of like how you just spoke, how you I just mentioned. You're you have like pretty rigid schedule. It's very I'm very strict. Yeah, you're very strict. Schedule. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I bring up this topic because I remember myself being like that a couple right. of years back. Um, and then recently, I've been talking to a lot of different other people, like whether whether they're artists, or entrepreneurs, and so on. And they mentioned the same thing. They said when we were young, we used to be like that. And as yeah. As you know, time progressed. You know, things changed in their lives, and like some of them, some of them like you know, build a family. Some of them uh, had started having kids, mm-hmm. so their priorities started shifting to oh, sure. to to being like more now. Like their schedules becoming more flexible because there's all these um, inconsistent, you can say, like occurrences that could happen that they can't they can't they can't foresee. Foresee, for example, if your if your kid is sick or or you just have to like the, you know there's something you have to spend you time with them never predict you yeah. can't you can't you know you cannot say like I'm only going to spend time with you Monday to Friday like from six to seven let's say like, right. you can't like it's right like there's like like the, their their priorities have shifted which means like their schedule shifted and everything else shifted to what, what now they're going to be doing so so would you say like like for yourself like like I don't know how long have you been like this strict with your schedule and stuff like is this something oh. that has been going on for a while. For the last two years, two years, like to give you an idea, I haven't like I'll call it a break, but I haven't take I haven't taken a break in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Ever since I started my digital marketing agency, I've just been 
I've just been, you know, pushing forward yeah. every single day. And I noticed that uh, when I don't have a strict schedule, it doesn't work out for me. Yeah. I used to live in the world of chaos where, you know, I would go to bed super late, wake up super late, wouldn't work out as much. You know, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't strict with myself. And, and what happens is it leads, it led me to become undis, like undisciplined. Mm-hmm. So by having a strict schedule and, and that type of lifestyle, of course, people are going to say, oh, Charles, you're, you're so, you're so, you're stuck up. You're, you're anal about your schedule and you're boring. But I mean, like I like like we said earlier, priorities. Right. I need to be disciplined with what I'm doing because, dude, business is hard, man. It's not meant for everyone. Like there, you're. It's not golden every day, and you're not. I'm not driving around in a Rolls Royce, going to my private jet to uh, to, to the Bahamas. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not how it works. Like no. you, you have to eat dirt, man. And I, I mean, I've been. I mean, I've been eating shit for two years, man. Like I've been. I've been grinding my ass off for a while now. Mm-hmm. A, a very important topic here. Do you think like having a very strict schedule has helped you with also your, with your mental state, for example? Oh, absolutely. It takes off so much stress. Like one thing that you, you'll notice is that it, it can get very stressful, especially when, you know, when you're not only balancing, like especially my, my field, we're a service business, so we offer performance-based services. So let's say the client's not happy with the performance of the service, you won't it's not going to go well, you know? So not only do you have to stress about the service itself, but you also have to stress about the financial. So it's a lot of stress. So by having a strict schedule and by, you know, documenting everything and planning everything in advance, mm-hmm. I've noticed that there's a lot of stress taken off of my shoulders and I can focus on the, on the bigger picture mm-hmm. because when you act on a scarcity mindset, uh, it doesn't always work out. You act differently than, If you were like, I would say, I would call it a conscious leader mm-hmm. that you know where the goal is, you know that everything's going to work out in the end. Mm-hmm. But when you're when you're in a scarcity mindset, it doesn't work like that. Right. Yeah, that, it, it, it is quite fascinating because, like, you know, like we and we are seeing this. I mean, we are seeing a lot of people having burnouts. We're seeing a lot of people oh, yeah. having, you know, depression, uh, anxiety, and part of it is due to isolation, you know, like running a business, it is very solitude, you know, like, it's very lonely. you might be, you might be surrounded around other people, but you know, it's still your business. So what, yeah. even if you're in a crowded situation, uh, you know, situation in a crowded room, you still feel that, you know, uh, you're alone, you're yeah. alone in that. So it, it does definitely do that, but it definitely having like, I like, I like what you're saying, being planned, because I, I, I know this year, because I am planned, everything is working better. Financials are going, you know, higher. Right. Uh, productivity is going higher. We have a, you know, let's say you know where you're headed. So you, every, every, the whole team or whoever is working with you is, is going towards that versus just being everywhere. Yeah. So, like, what would you say, like... Um, What would you say they are like some struggles that you, you probably face like through many through, man uh, yeah so much yeah uh, depends on what 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 which which type of struggles you mean because I mean there's been tons and there's been the financial struggle there's been uh, the uh, the work ethic struggle there's been the discipline struggle there's been everything man uh, there's I've been through a lot during this two year process honestly uh, but I think the biggest one has been building a structure. Mm-hmm. Like, I think what led me to actually being able to be successful in what I'm doing right now is the fact that I structured everything and I've been very disciplined about that structure. Mm-hmm. So what do I mean by structure? It means that I'm documenting the, the, the process of the business. I have specific set of rules 
where if, let's say, the client doesn't apply to these rules, then it doesn't work out and I have to switch up the clients. And what that does is it sets a credibility to, to the entrepreneur who I am. And by being more credible and, and, and establishing that structure, it leads to better and long, like in longer, um, at least a better long-lasting a long-term relationship, in my opinion. It, it helps out really on the long-term just because you've established that specific structure at a very young stage in your business. Mm-hmm. And also, I think, you know, like like any entrepreneur, another big struggle is self-doubt. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah. entrepreneurs are good. You know, it's like I said, it's highs and lows, but a lot of entrepreneurs are going to be like, oh, F this, uh, I'm going to go get a job. And then the next day, woo, just close another contract. Let's go. We're pushing through, you know? Right. And it's this con- constant self-doubt that, you know, it's really hard on, on you physically and emotionally, spiritually. I mean, it's it's a rough ride because, like you said, we're alone. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you can be surrounded. You can have a good team as well, and that helps. But mm-hmm. especially when you're, you're in the beginning stages, like, it, it's hard, man, because mm-hmm. you're the one who's accountable. You're the one who... Mm-hmm. If something does, like, and that's even when in big businesses, oh, I'm, I'm going to switch topic, but like even in big businesses, you're the one who like people look up to. And I'm, I'm going to compare this to two things, which is really interesting is that uh, this is by in, in psychology where, you know, when let's say there's a, an animal in the house or something and the, there's a mother and a baby, okay? The baby is, isn't going to necessarily be afraid yet he's going to look at the animal the squirrel whatever and be like or the let's call it a mouse okay he's going to look at the mouse and be like okay what is this but he's going to turn to her mother and look at the mom's facial expression to see if he should act out of panic or not care at all so if the mother's screaming and everything the baby's going to freak out Mm -hmm. and what's cool is you see that same type of reaction when it comes to leadership in the military when the first bullet or the first bomb is dropped everyone in the platoon is going to look up to their leader in the same way that the kid looks up to his mother. Yeah. And to figure out the reaction in their leader. Mm-hmm. So when I say that, you're, you know, the entrepreneur itself is, you know, he's the one who's held accountable. It's it's true. The people, like, at the end of the day, you're the one who's going to get blamed for the mistake because it's your business. Mm-hmm. You're the one who has to figure out the solution to that mistake as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's 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 interesting, but it, it kind of it does tie it back to like again like like because like when you talk about um, uh, getting validation, right? Yeah. You're trying to get validation, you're in self doubt, and like the way you as a leader, the way you whatever you're portraying is is how the rest of your employees or the rest of your teammates will 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 also react because they'll be looking at you, and if 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 you are if you feel lost then. They're probably going to be like, oh, this is not going well. The ship is going to sink. The ship, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what happens when the, the ship looks like it's sinking? People drop, you know? People, oh, yeah. People flee. Oh, yeah. And I have the perfect example, which was the fire Festival. I was like... Yeah. Oh, that was... When I was watching that, I was I was, I was was really feeling... Like, I'm like, I organize events. If, if, imagine if I put myself oh, in his God. situation. Yeah. And, and, and I'm like... And in my... And like, but it's dangerous. Because in his case... He was a total opposite of what we just said. He was more like, I'm optimistic. It's going to work out. Let's make it happen. But the results weren't being shown. So people were like, okay, this is going bad. Yeah. And and what <laughs> baffled me was people still continued in supporting this guy and making it happen. And I was like, what? Even like people were doing crazy, crazy stuff just yeah. to like please him. And I'm like... 
there's no freaking way this will happen to me. Like, I will never do, do, do that. That's, like, that's insane. But, you know, like, it, it, it does play in the leadership and stuff. Yeah. Um, to kind of close it off, I want to I want to tie it back again to, with priorities. We talked about like what's what's priority, right? Like we all yeah. have different goals. Like in your in your case, it's it's your business and and so on. But why don't we we talk about prioritizing health? And this is something that you you also mentioned that you're also implementing in your in your balance, right? In your I life think balance. it's really important. I mean, you can have everything, but I mean, you can't run your business if you're if you're dying. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, something I really recommend is you know. Get in a workout in the morning. Do do some physical activity. Meditate. Eat yeah. well. Drink yeah. water. I mean, yeah. all of those things amount to a, a huge impact once you plug them all together, and they don't take that much time. I mean, drinking water during your day should be a, a reflex. And working out, Christ, it takes an hour yeah. in your day. You have yeah. twenty four hours in your day. Cut off on something, you know, like it's, and go work out. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not that, con- and yeah. it helps you also decompress and disconnect. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. don't bring your phone when you're working out. No, no, Focus the, on working out. Definitely, the, being disconnected from your phone yeah. can do so much. And actually, uh, you talked about like w- drinking water should be a reflex. And recently, I know I'm guilty of like forgetting to drink water. Oh, I do too. <laughs> you know, you know, you're so caught up in something, you forget. You, sometimes you forget to eat, you forget to drink. Yeah. Uh, working out definitely very important. Uh, you just talked about meditation. Mm-hmm, Meditation—that's something that you practice. Yeah. And, and I and I always say, like, I, again, I'm guilty. I always say like, I should take more time and meditate. And whenever I get a chance to just close my eyes and just like zone off, it it helps me to like re- oh, yeah. recenter myself. No, it's it's very interesting. But it's no, also in the breathing itself. Oh yeah, the way that you're going to control your breathing and everything is actually going to put you in a state of mind where you're going to be able to think way clearer. Because what happens is when you're, mm-hmm. let's say you're sitting down for a long period of time mm-hmm. and you just f- focus on your work, you're in what we call fight or flight mode. Mm-hmm. And once you, you know, you get up, you start moving and articulating your body and you do these uh, meditation and breathing exercises, it actually helps the blood f- pump and flow and everything mm-hmm. and it increases uh, cerebral activity. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And then definitely a, sh- a practice that... Many people should be like more conscious. We call it conscious breathing. You know, being there. Conscious you go about, exactly uh, the rhythm and stuff. And yeah, so meditation, exercising, eating well. You know, having constant drinking of water. Yeah. Um, also having a life balance, having a structure. All these things will definitely help, and 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 actually leading you towards the success of whatever your goal you're having. I mean, it could be business, but it could be anything else. And it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be a financial goal. No, I mean, of course it, not. It can, it can be anything. And if you're an athlete, mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing. It's it all comes down to how can I put this? Like, focus on three main things and stick to them until you you get them. And don't be don't be all over the place. That's the, that's mm-hmm. the one one last thing I should like push is people who are like who are chasing two rabbits end up catching none. You know? Yeah. So it's the same thing. Like if you're scattered all over the place and you have like fifty million projects all at the same time. Like I know it sounds weird because I, I told you guys that I have tons of projects, but I mean. The difference is I established one, went well, onto the next because I can, I learned how to automate my process mm-hmm. and everything, which is duplicable. But when when you're starting out and you start out five projects all at the same time, forget it. You're not. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, thank you very much again for oh, being it's part of the pleasure, show. Man. This is yeah, it's a very eye opener, and I hope uh, you will all heed uh, to Charles's uh, tips to uh, getting a much, much more balanced life and uh, leading you towards the success that you're looking for. Thank you again. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. This podcast was recorded in collaborations with 
Creator HQ. To gain more value, check out their website, creatorhq.org. Creator HQ is a community of content creators located in Montreal and beyond. Join the community. It's free and rewarding.